Welcome everyone, this is Dr. Mubeen Sayyid with one more episode of Long Story Short with Dr. Bean. I am here from the FLCCC platform. The discussion that I want to do today is, there is a new study very recently published in The Lancet. This study is by the Zoe App team from UK. And the discussion they have done or the data they are presenting is the risk or relative risk of long COVID in Omicron infected individuals compared to Delta infected individuals. And the general idea is, or the observation from the data is that individuals that are infected with Omicron have lesser risk or lesser odds of developing long COVID. So let's look at that data. One heads up that this data does not include unvaccinated and it does not include children. This only is the data for the vaccinated individuals. According to the Zoe app team, the data for unvaccinated was small enough that it was not, they were not able to use that with some statistical significance. So let's look at the data. This is the study, Risk of Long COVID Associated with Delta versus Omicron Variants of SARS-CoV-2. And this is their PDF. Generally, this page is really just a copy of the same PDF that you would see there. And let's now go to the some of the things I have drawn here, and then we'll look at some of the tables. So here, Zoe app-based study of the risk of long COVID in Omicron era compared to Delta. This is UK adults, and here is what they did. They had 41,361 people or patients of Delta variant in Zoe app who, out of them, there were some who claimed to be long COVID. And the long COVID's definition for them was that patients of COVID, confirmed PCR positive patients of COVID, who had symptoms a month and beyond. So here, out of 41,361 Delta patients, 4,469 had long COVID. And that means about 10.8% was the prevalence of the long COVID in Delta time. Again, in UK and in adults. In the Omicron time, they had in Zoe app 56,003 patients who met the eligibility criteria. And we'll look at that criteria in a second. Of course, Zoe app has millions of people. These were the ones that met the criteria. Out of these 56,003 confirmed PCR positive Omicron infected patients, 2,501 developed long COVID. So that is 4.5%. So this is the bigger number. This is the difference from Delta to Omicron. 10.8% versus 4.5%. So that's a huge drop, which is a good thing. Still, it is not zero. What they considered in their data were symptomatic patients of COVID and asymptomatic patients as well. And I think that you are aware that long COVID can develop even in asymptomatic patients. And once again, if you see here, how did they say that here are the patients of Delta versus Omicron? What they did was the following. For Delta, they had the cases that were starting from June 1, 2021 till November 27, 2021. So during this time, they say that we had a confidence that 70% or more of the variant 
was Delta type. Similarly, for the Omicron, they went from December 20, 2021. Remember, recently December when the Omicron news started. So they started from December 20 till March 9, 2022. And they said during this time, they were sure that 70% of the sequences were Omicron. Also, they stopped the cases by February 10, 2022, because what they wanted to see was that a patient who becomes COVID positive, then they also wanted to have a month after so that they can observe their symptoms and are these symptoms persisting beyond a month or not. So the cases were from December 20 till Feb 10th, but they were then followed up by March 1 and after. So this was the study structure. So generally, what is a bigger picture to keep in mind? In Delta time, 10.8% became long COVID. In Omicron time, 4.5% became long COVID. Now some more details. The risk of long COVID was slightly higher in women in both times, Delta or Omicron. In the time of Delta, 59% of the long COVID was reported by women and 41% by men. In Omicron time, 55% is by women and 45% is by men. So slightly reduced, but still women have more long COVID compared to men. That is one. In terms of age, in both eras, Delta and Omicron, the mean age was 50 and above. So I think it was 50 mean age. Let's just very quickly look at the report. Yeah, so 53. Mean age was 53 years. And that was for both eras, that is Delta and Omicron. Then what they did was, this is a very interesting data slicing that they did. So of course, they stratified the data by age, by sex, by comorbidities, by socioeconomic status, and by vaccination status. And again, this data is only for vaccinated individuals. And what they had done was they had separated out the vaccine duration or the window between the vaccine and the infection into three categories. Someone who got infected now and they had vaccine six months and before so that they can observe the waning of the immunity. Then they had people who had infection now, for example, and by now you know that Feb 10th is the latest, and their duration from the vaccine was within three to six months. And then those individuals who were vaccinated within the last three months and then had the infection. So these were the three categories in which they divided it. So let's look at one of the categories. This is all age groups. So now remember, we looked at this data here and we saw that 10.8% versus 4.5%. Now you are going to see a different number because the group that we are looking at is a subset. So here the group is those patients of Delta or Omicron who complained that they became long COVID as well and they were vaccinated six months ago or before that. So vaccination six months ago, then infection, then long COVID. So 3,222 Omicron infections. Out of them, 90 were long COVID. So that is a 2.79%. This is all age groups. So generally, if somebody is vaccinated six months and before, and now they got long COVID, 
then 2.79% of the patients can develop or may develop or have the risk of long COVID. Compare that to Delta. Delta, they had 4,008 patients that fit this criteria of developing the Delta infection and having vaccination six months before the infection. There were 490 such patients which had long COVID out of 4,008. That is a 12.23% prevalence. So now if you see here, 2.79% versus 12.23%. So the odds ratio is 0.26 and the confidence interval was 0.20 to 0.32. What does that mean? 0.26 of the odds ratio. That means that the risk or odds of developing long COVID are reduced by 74% in Omicron infected patients who were vaccinated six months before their infection. So 74% reduced compared to Delta. That's a beautiful number. Now, if we continue and we see some more interesting factors, and I'll look more in data with you, there is more slices and dices to see. But here is another important thing, and that is comorbidities, both in Delta or in Omicron, or both in Delta and Omicron cases, 19% of the patients who were long COVID had comorbidities. So that means if you have 100 patients who have long COVID, 19% of them, regardless of Omicron or Delta, would be patients with the comorbidities. Then, interestingly, Omicron was causing long COVID in slightly lower deprived areas. What does that mean? So they have a multi-deprivation index, which counts for socioeconomic distress or other privileges that are absent or present. And in this index, it goes from 1 to 10. 1 is the most deprived and 10 is the least deprived. So lower deprivation means lower deprivation, a little more privileged. So in case of Omicron, the IMD level or index of 1 to 3, which is kind of deprived individuals, the Omicron prevalence was long COVID from Omicron. Prevalence was 16.7% versus Delta that had the prevalence of 17.5%. So Omicron was slightly more in the privileged part of the society compared to the less privileged. But this number was really tiny. Now, continuing with our discussion of the data. So you saw that somebody who had the infection and then had vaccine six months before the infection. Now, the second part, those individuals who were infected by Delta or Omicron and they were vaccinated within a window of three to six months from their infection or they were infected within three to six months of their infection either way so the window between them was three to six months here if you look at this omicron there were 9607 patients that met this criteria of having an omicron infection by february 10th and having vaccinated three to six months before that but not more than six months there were 445 patients of long COVID, which makes it 4.63%. So that is interesting. If somebody was vaccinated six months and before and got the infection now, then that was 2.73%. Here, if somebody is vaccinated within three to six months window, 
but not more than 6 and not lesser than 3, then the risk, the prevalence was 4.63%. Compare that to Delta, similar situation with Delta, 23,017 patients, out of which 2,885 became long COVID. That was 12.53%. So a couple of things to keep in mind. If you see Delta's number, almost seems to be the same number as you saw here. 12.23% and 12.75%. However, Omicron's number, 6 months and away, 2.79 versus 4.5. So the vaccine window had less effect on Delta time, but had more effect on the Omicron. And that effect is interesting. The farther the vaccine is, the lesser prevalence of the or risk of the long COVID. And I'll show you this in table as well. So say here, 4.63%. Now, the third group, all age groups, third category was patients who developed the infection, either Delta or Omicron, and they were vaccinated within three months of developing the infection. So, vaccine and infection window between them was three months, not more than three months. That number, if you look at the Omicron, 43,174 patients met this criteria, out of which 1,966 developed long COVID, that is 4.5. So almost similar to the window of 3 to 6. So you could say that almost from the 6 and lesser, 4.5 to 4.7-ish percent. If the vaccination was done 6 months and before, then that is 2.73%, almost half. Now, Delta, look at this. This is interesting. People who got infected by Delta and were vaccinated within the three months of the infection before, were 14,336. Out of them, 1,094 became long COVID. That is 7.63%. So as the vaccination window expanded, meaning vaccine to infection duration window expanded, patient infected by Delta had a higher risk of developing long COVID. On the other hand, as the vaccine to infection window expanded, patients who are becoming infected with Omicron had a lower risk compared to Delta. That's a very interesting number to look at. So with that, this is the most important table in that discussion. And this is the last part of our talk as well. So let's look at this table. This table or figure has three main columns. I have gone over this column. I'm now going to go over the rest of these two as well. So this is all age groups. Then this is 18 to 59. This is more than 60 years, equal or more. So let's look at it. Let's start 18 to 59 years of age. If you are in that age group, 18 to 59, I am in this age group. And if the vaccine is more than six months, I am actually in that group as well. I had the my vaccination last year in May. If that is the case and I develop Omicron, then compared to Delta, the risk reduction or the odds of developing long COVID compared to Delta is reduced by 77% because these odds ratio is 0.23. So 0.23 odds ratio means 77% reduced odds of developing long COVID in Omicron compared to Delta for more than six months of the vaccine window to the infection. Generally, in Omicron time, 
45 patients out of 2151 developed long COVID. In Delta time, 155 patients out of 1590. Now, vaccine, three to six months window and then infection and then long COVID. This window, 18 to 59 years of age, it is interesting that the odds ratio is 0.33, which means 60, the odds of developing long COVID from Omicron compared to Delta are reduced by 67% for the individuals 18 to 59 years of age if they were vaccinated within three to six months after the, of the infection. Not after, but before the infection. Very interesting. So 67. Here, 77. Then, if somebody was vaccinated within three months of developing the infection, and you take the cases for Delta, and you take the cases for Omicron, and you see how many became long COVID, and then you take the odds ratio. The odds ratio here is 0.41. So that means the reduced odds are about zero, what would that be? 59% less. So 59% reduced odds of developing long COVID in Omicron patients who are 18 to 59 years of age and who were vaccinated within three to six months before the infection. So very interesting that the numbers change with the window of vaccination. And then finally, 60 years and more. If you look at it, more than six months, age 60 years and more, more than six months of duration between the vaccination and the infection, and then looking at the long COVID, 0.28 is the odds ratio. So that is 72% reduced odds of developing long COVID in Omicron patients who are 60 plus and were vaccinated six months or more ago. Good number compared to Delta. Again, bad number because people are still getting COVID and long COVID. Good number compared to Delta. Then if you look at the three to six months window, because the confidence interval is crossing unity, so I'm going to leave it. It's not significant. Then those individuals that are 60 years and plus who were vaccinated within three months of the infection, so it got infection, let's say a month ago, because we cannot measure them for long COVID if it is not one month at least from the infection. So imagine infection a month or more ago, and then vaccine within three months of that time, and now they develop long COVID or not, that is a number. So if you compare them with Delta, then the reduction in odds ratio is 44%, or reduction in odds, I should not have said odds ratio. Odds ratio is 0.54, which means the reduction in odds of developing long COVID of the Omicron patients who are 60 plus and were vaccinated within three months of the infection is 46%. Reduction is 46%. So generally, the takeaway is that the Omicron has a risk of long COVID almost half of the Delta time. Secondly, it seems like the more distant the vaccine dose were and then the infection occurred, the compared to Delta, the risk reduced for developing long COVID. The lesser distant the vaccine window was from the day of the infection compared to Delta, the odds were a little higher. Women had slightly higher odds or likelihood of developing long COVID compared to men, mean age 53 years and then 
out of all the long COVID patients, 19% had comorbidities. And Omicron Delta was more prevalent in lower deprived areas or deprived area, more deprived areas compared to Omicron, but that's a very small number. This is the data again only for vaccinated. This tells me, so whenever I look at various data at many places, other than saying that here is the data for unvaccinated if they are going to hospitals or not, there is not much data. It almost tells me that we should create our own app which has an appropriate treatment of data analysis both for vaccinated and unvaccinated so that correct data can be presented, correct numbers can be presented and whole holistic approach can be shown, holistic picture can be shown so that people can make better decisions and physicians can understand better for how to approach their patients and what to expect and what to discuss with them. So with this, thank you very much for your time. I would see you next time with the next episode. Bye-bye for now.